My computer went down again. I'm having technical difficulties beyond my control. It's John Curley, Sherry Ellicker showed over again. You get a chance to play the know-it-all quiz. You can text Joe, one 973 5476 One interesting thing about yourself. You can find yourself on the radio, Sherry, answering mm-hmm. four simple questions. I've only written three, so three right now, but four coming. Get yourself a box of Bite Me Cookies. Teeny, uh, cookies or potatoes? What's going to be in the box? All the cookies. All right, then. Good. And give them all to you. All right, Joe? All right. All right. Hopefully the computer comes back up at some point. Slightly overweight guy that smells like French fries would normally come over and say, Okay, move out of your seat. (laughs) And they get in there and they quickly. Like, okay, hit F5. It's like, what? F what? Huh? (laughs) Diving in. Joe, I have no sounds. We're going to have to play them all for I us. I got you. Let's hit some local news first here. Uh, oh, the In-N-Out Burger. Yes, beloved In-N-Out Burger reveals its plan to open its first one in Washington. First restaurant is coming to Clark County. It is the In-N-Out Burger. And as Joe said in the pre-show meeting, people have a weird prejudice against In-N-Out Burgers. I'm not quite sure why, but they're going to try to set up shop there in Clark County. Why do people have a problem with an In-N-Out Burger? I, you know, it's it's hard for me to understand as somebody who grew up with In-N-Out and is co- entirely convinced that it is the best burger in the world. But I think because it's a California burger and people up here hate California so much and people love to hype In-N-Out so much that they're just like, ah, it's overrated, it's trash. So, Sullivan was on Twitter today tweeting about how overrated it was. And they, they've actually opened a couple, I think, in Idaho recently, and they're still, it's been weeks and the line's like three hours. I wouldn't stay in three at a three-hour line for anything, but... You know, prepare yourself for that. What makes it better? What makes it better? You know, I, I honestly am not sure. I, I couldn't put my finger on any one thing, but it to me, it, it is just the best tasting burger that I've ever had in my life. What kind of stuff did Sully say about the In and Out Burger? That he, he, was he just said it's so about? it's entirely overrated, and people, you know, it, that's the that's kind of the vibe. Like people just hate on it because people seem to love it so much. I think. Well, mm-hmm. he's a conduit to In and Out Burger. That's so. right. <laughs> <laughs> He's on the Dick's payroll. Uh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> it's well, just going to take eight or nine months for them to build this thing. It's going to be about 4,000 square feet uh, with a covered patio and 76 parking stalls. So is in and out like an old thing where they bring it out to your car? Is that right? Yeah, they skate over to your show. <laughs> well, I don't know. What's a parking stall? I mean, is a par- I think that's just a parking spot. That's a fancy word for spot. spot. Why didn't it's this say like parking space? <laughs> a stall is like a, a enclosure, and I thought maybe there was a little enclosure. You do your order. No. They come out. Hi. And they give it to you. You just park your car there and get out and go in and yeah. get it. Good. Yeah. Come on, Sherry. Don't make it more complicated than it actually is. <laughs> That's my job. Okay. In and Out Burger closed in Oakland. They said they just couldn't do it anymore because there's yeah. just too much violence, too much shooting and crime and everything else. So they closed down there in Oakland. By the way, one little interesting thing. So uh, the state of California just passed a law that all these fast food restaurants have to pay the minimum is $20 an hour, except if you're a Panera Bread. And when somebody looked closely at it, they, why is Panera Bread? Oh, because if you are baking fresh bread right on premise, then you're not going to have to pay people $20 an hour. So then some of the, ah, that's a weird carve out. 
And so we did a little bit of work. This, oh, look at this. The guy that owns Panera Bread is a big campaign donor to Gavin Newsom. So mm. when they asked him about it, he's like, well, what do you, I mean, that's, you know, it's not really important. It's important than the minute he tried to avoid it. But people are like that, what, huh? What? Oh, okay. So if you make your own bread there on site, but why set it up that way? So it obviously stinks. And it, Does it, Subway get eliminated from this law as well? Because they make their own bread. We think it's Yes, bread. but it, they, they do. But then the, the part of that thing would, you had to make your own bread, but then not pour water on top of it. So it's all wet, like Subway sandwiches. Bread is kind of that, that wet, moist sort of thing. But the incredibly bright, shiny turkey. <laughs> Color and the ham not be found anywhere in nature. <laughs> and the ham has just a nice weird glaze on it that isn't like the honey baked ham glaze, but something else. The only reason I used to, the only reason I would go to Subway is because one time this guy in front of me, because um, the guy's like, care for any like toppings? And you're like, uh, yeah, I'll take the tomato, uh, uh, black olives. You're going down the line with them. I saw this guy come in and goes, yeah, give me uh, turkey on wheat and run the garden. <laughs> run the garden. And I thought it was, I was like, run the garden. I was like, wow. That guy goes a lot. He, he run the garden. And people that are subway are like, uh-huh. Run the garden. Hold it. Run the garden. Pepper Jack at the end. Pepper Jack and run the garden. And I was so just enamored by run the garden. I couldn't wait to go to, you know, back to Subway and be like, yeah, I'll get the, uh, I'll get the turkey with pepper jack and uh, run the garden. <laughs> did you ever use that? Yeah. No. No. Oh, yeah. Yes, I did. <laughs> okay. I didn't enjoy the I, sandwich, I but I just really <laughs> wanted to just say run the garden. I love it. It's great. I, I get the veggie one because uh, their meat worries me. So I always just get bread and like spinach. Just bread. <laughs> run the garden. Bread. Yeah, run the garden. Uh, San Francisco, by the way, is also – oh, no, there's one other one. This is from Wendy's talking about fast food. Wendy's sort of floated the idea of they were going to do surge pricing like Uber does. When demand is high, the price goes up. When demand is not high, the price comes back down. You try to get an Uber in New York City when it's raining and it's 5 o'clock on a Friday. You're going to pay a lot more, but different times today, you don't pay as much uh, supply and demand. So Wendy's sort of, you know mm, – Maybe we'll do that. Maybe we'll do surge pricing. When more people are coming in for burgers, you'll pay more for them. And then they, I guess they were just trying to stop giant long lines where people are waiting in a long line to get their, their Wendy's. So they thought, well, we'll just we'll incentivize people. If you come at 11 o'clock, you won't pay as much. It's smart. I mean, it's not a bad idea because it, it allows the, the staff to, to better control inventory and you don't have a long line. Ah, that was a fine idea. And then it was like, oh, that's, oh, why don't you charge more? And Burger King was making fun of them. I think this makes sense. Why is that Why is that such a bad idea? But they just got well, blistered. Yeah, and they're not going to do it now. And what they said was, we never intended to raise prices. What we intended to do, I guess maybe that was part of it. But the main thing was to drive customers there, charge a cheaper price during their hours that they don't get as much business so it would encourage people to shop during that here's what burger king had to say the only thing surging at burger king is the flame we don't believe in charging people more when they're hungry free whopper or impossible whopper with a three dollar purchase in the bk app through friday so have you ever done that impossible whopper 
<laughs> no. Why do I feel like I'm talking to a 400-pound woman right now? <laughs> We've talked a lot about burgers Your today. Your love huh? of fast food, Sherry, knows no bounds. How much do I weigh? Like maybe 118, maybe. No. Whoa. Oh, my gosh. No. That's pretty one, light. One, one, 102. Okay. What? What do you mean 118? No, I yeah, 102. Okay, well, stop bragging about it now, okay? I'm not bragging. I'm saying... Everybody I'm saying, over 102 no. is like, Bish. No, I'm saying that I'm not 400 pounds because you painted this image of this slovenly fast food like I got French fries coming out of my ears. <laughs> okay. So, sorry. Sorry. No, just your appetite uh, yeah. belies your size. That's all. You eat... Big Macs every single day. You have, no, you I have don't a collection of, of the Happy Meal toys. And you got them all I named. These, and you take your time. You you put the French fry and then you like you get like some weird eating habit. Where you suck all the salt off the first. <laughs> oh, I are do really not. Nice. I all do right. not. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. All <laughs> uh, righty. And then finally, and that's all. More burger talk. We're done with all that. Oh, here's a weird one. Yeah, we spend a lot of money, uh, but uh, stupid things in America. But then apparently uh, in the UK, they've got the Royal R- Raven Master. Um, and it is this guy is 56 year old Royal Marine. He's the Raven Master. He's looking after the feather protectors of the thousand year old fortress. That's this guy to take care of the ravens? Come on, you lot. Come on, then. My name is Christopher Scaife. Uh, I am a yeoman warder at the Tower of London. And huh? as a job, also, I am the raven master. What we got? Is it breakfast? Is it breakfast? This is Melina. Uh, she's, she's quite... Oh, it's breakfast, Sherry. <laughs> Maybe it's a burger. <laughs> a famous raven, actually. She, she, uh, she appears quite a lot on my social media. Uh, uh, pages. I mean, we are surrounded with myth and legend here at the Tower of London, and one of those legends uh, is a connection with the ravens and the Tower of London. We have six ravens by royal decree. Should the ravens leave the Tower of London, it will crumble to dust and a great harm will befall the kingdom. Actually, I have eight here. Presently, I have two spare just in case. So my job is making sure that uh, they're healthy and looked after, and they stay here at the Tower of London. This is the guy that you go up to, and he's there, and about, like, four minutes, five minutes into his speech, you're like, okay, heard enough. But then he just keeps going, and, and then you can't mm-hmm. back away because he's making eye contact with you, and the raven's looking at you, and he's just... That's lovely. So that's all the ravens fed. During the, the last uh, couple of months we've been uh, locked down, uh, we've now opened up the Tower of London to the public so visitors can come and see us here at the Tower of London. At this point, I'm going to take a raven feather and hand it around to each one of you gets a chance to look at it. As you notice on the feather, there's a small thing we call the teeth. And the teeth is the is part of the, the, the bone of the feather. And, and you're like handing it and some guy hands it to you. You're looking at it. You're trying to act like you're interested in the guy. And so during up. that period of time, the, the ravens didn't actually see anybody uh, during oh, the lockdown out of period. Here. And so there were slight changes that I noticed uh, during that period of time. For instance, Okay. I had to keep them yeah. occupied because let's, without let's the public over. being in, hey, uh, there were less things for them the, to do. The so are. I gave let's them enrichment the, toys that would help them let's go over where enjoy the guards their are. day. Uh, I hid food for them so they should go and find food here. in and around the tower. Let's get out of here. Will you stop it? 
<laughs> he saw you. He heard you. Uh, the Raven Master. Uh, there's a there's a myth or a, a I don't know some story Here that there always has to be six ravens in the tower, or the tavern or the tower will crumble and the King of England will fall. So okay. the ravens are Jubilee, Harris, Poppy, Georgie, Edgar, Branvin. And they just added one for uh, uh, King Charles' coronation named Rex. Ah, good. And then there's Rex. Good. That's about everything everybody needs to know about that one. <laughs> there are so many of these weird jobs in in the UK, by the way. And in fact, there there are like hundreds of them. There's like the royal napkin folder and the royal silver polisher. And they had at one point, I think it was right when Tony Blair uh, became prime minister. They're like, look. They went to the royal family and said, "We got to get. We're spending millions and millions on all this nonsense, you know, for yeah. things like the, the the ravens." And the queen really considered it for a, a while, and then finally came back. I just watched The Crown recently, by the way. Oh, and finally, okay. Kevin came, came back and said, "Nope, we're keeping all of it. We don't care if you hate the mon- the the monarchy, but we need our raven keepers, as yeah, is guy, tradition." Some guy named Dexter. He's in charge of the queen's hats. Yeah, right. <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> Giant horse teeth. Each one of them, the, the mom's hat, you know. And these guys, and then there's another guy in charge of the little brooches. Yep. Each one of these brooches, shine them herself. <laughs> <laughs> Long fingernails. Any dust or anything gets in between each one. I take my thumb now, I scrape it along the side, and clean the brooch. Ma'am, I'm going to have to ask you to put down that burger. He's talking to you, Sherry, in the back. You're back there eating a hamburger in the middle. Well, you haven't had my grilled hamburger. <laughs> there you go. Exactly. Yeah. All right. Um, boy, there is a lot of news, and we were able to avoid almost all of it in that segment. Um, but, Joe, people have written in, I assume, because uh, Andrew's some fun game show music to uh, liven the crowd. That's right, I had a number of people that are writing to us and telling us one interesting thing about themselves because they wanted to play the know-it-all quiz. They get a chance to play a know-it-all quiz, answer one or none of the answer questions correctly, and find yourself with a box of Bite Me Cookies, the official cookies of the John Curly Sherry Elliker Show. Thank you, Deborah, the founder of Bite Me Cookies. Interesting story, she used to make cookies in her kitchen. People said, these cookies are really good. She would bring them to church bazaars and other things, and she said, I'm going to sell them. Now it's like 22 employees, and she ships them all around the United States. It's the history of Bite Me Cookies. Joe, tell us who'll be playing the know-it-all quiz. His name is Aaron, and he lives in Port Angeles. Wow. And the interesting thing about him, how interesting is it? It's pretty interesting. Does it involve something kind of naughty? Yeah, a little bit. Mom, change the station. All right, you get a chance to change the station. Yes, there you go. Let's check in with Sue Bell, see what she's got on in Palm Springs. Hey, everybody, it's Sue Bell in Palm (laughs) Beach. And I just want to show you one of my favorite knit dresses. It's just so easy and it packs. I actually bought this for a Mediterranean cruise. And oh. it was just wonderful. Wonderful. Oh, that's the tease. <laughs> Take that in the dress. <laughs> that kind of sounds like your aunt that used to always beg for cigarettes. Is she around anymore? Oh, uh, aunt, uh, yeah, Aunt Pat. That wasn't Aunt, aunt Pat. Pat, was it? 
No, that wasn't it. Oh, okay. No, 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 no. I'll find her, though. Here it goes. Gather the kids around the radio. Sad time for the know-it-all quiz. That's right. Four simple questions we ask one listener, and all they have to do is get, well, just stay on the line and remain conscious, although... This may be a difficult task for the gentleman we're about to have on. Teeny, you got those cookies ready to go? All the cookies! All of them are ready. Sherry, you ready? I'm ready. Let's meet our contestant now. <clears throat> His name is Aaron. He lives in Port Angeles. Now the one interesting thing about him is that he ate too many edibles today. And he fell for a phone scam. And he knows how to drop a mean hee-haw. <laughs> and he's never played before. Yee-haw. Aaron, say, say, yeah. <laughs> say hello to, to Sherry. Hi, Sherry. Hi, Aaron. Go. Oh, boy. I feel it's a love connection. Aaron, um, <laughs> it says that you ate too many edibles today. No, today. I didn't eat too many. I just, I just had a little bit. Okay, How, what would be a little bit? Each edible has got 10 milligrams. How many did you consume? Yes, and I, cu- I cut it into eight pieces, so uh, eighth of a eighth of math. Math. <laughs> <laughs> math and math. Wow. Okay. What a wow. cheap so, But wait, why do you cut them up? And why don't you because just take one or two? is way yeah. too much for me. I'm a lightweight. Oh, Okay. So how do you know when you've taken too many edibles? I know in about a half hour to 45 minutes. Okay. And what state are you in right now? Would you be able to operate heavy equipment? I, I, no, I wouldn't. At least you're honest. You only need two brain cells to play the know-it-all quiz. Yeah, uh, one left. Yeah, all right. Yeah, all right. Here we go. Tony Tanner is going to change it. Maybe the show you do need to be slightly high to appreciate all the subtle nuances of the show. Here we go. <clears throat> Aaron, prepare yourself. Sherry is a bit of a germaphobe. If she sees someone with a hairnet covering their beard, she's only concerned when she sees them do what? When she sees them do what? Sherry. A, touch it. B, take it off and rub the hairnet aggressively on their backside. Or C, pull long beard hairs out from the hairnet and braid it. Probably all of them. But I'd say B. You go B, aggressively rubbing it on their backside. The answer is... <laughs> Sherry? A, touch it. That's correct. Okay, Moving on. Okay, sure. All right, give it to him then. Um, hold on, let me check in. Different sound effect, Aaron. Uh, B, uh, Drew Barrymore and Chris. Oh, it's an audio daily double. Uh, all right. Uh, Drew Barrymore and Christina Aguilera are laughing about something. Laughing? Laughing sound? Laughing sound effect. Anyone? <laughs> There we go. What are they laughing about, Sherry? A, the ladies are laughing about being members of the Mile High Club. B, the celebrities are having a ball and laughing about making enormous amounts of money with not much talent. Or C, the girls are watching a cat play the piano on YouTube. Oh, it's got to be C. You go with C. That's a cat. So um, how many brain cells you got left? 
Yeah. Okay. We're going to give it to you because uh, you're slightly inebriated on cut up edibles that you can't do. <laughs> it is. Uh, it is the. They're in. The, they're in the Mile High Club. Three. I actually got a chance to tell a story that Sherry had never heard before. It was about a bar fight. I got into a Fred's bar and go go in Missouri. <laughs> what? what did I have in my back pocket that caused such a Donnybrook? Sherry. A, a melted Snickers bar. B, John got on the stage and did his best Shields and Yarnell act. <laughs> that, by the way. Of, I know. Oh my. <laughs> <laughs> You're pushing it at two, let me tell you. Uh, C, John's Yankee candle tipped over and hot scented wax spilled onto the bar. Come on, get one right, Aaron. Get one right. Get it. All right. Answer is? Is there another one? No, that's it. That's all you get. You sure it was only an eighth? Okay. It's got to be the Snickers bar. Snickers bar, yeah. Bar good for you. There we go. Here we go. Uh, finally, uh, Joe's going to come to your defense. Yeah, you should do more edibles. Uh, here we go. <laughs> On today's broadcast, we learn more than we ever thought we ever needed to learn about what, Sherry? A, Ravens. B, hamburgers. C, cheeseburgers. Uh, <laughs> hamburgers. There you go. Well, you haven't had my blood hamburger. Yeah. <laughs> and Joe Joe made an editor's choice and changed hamburgers to cheeseburgers. Joe, here's why it's funnier. A Ravens, B hamburgers, C hamburgers. See? We just see that see it. Oh yeah, I get it now. It's your voice to text. I have to make so many edits. I don't know what's an edit. Oh, and what's oh yeah. Oh yeah. Listen, let's <laughs> not argue in front of Aaron. All right? Sorry, Aaron. We don't want to do a buzzkill on the guy. All right. <laughs> Oh, that already happened. I'm good. Oh, oh, we, no, we not with you. Your butt. Earlier, earlier, oh. earlier. Oh, yeah. oh. He got it's scammed. Right. What happened earlier? How'd you get scammed, by the way? Well, I didn't necessarily get scammed, but some guy called me saying it's from the the Colum County Sheriff's Office, and it came up as that number, and yeah. told me I I got to go in and pay and do all this and check signatures, and that went on for like an hour because he's high. But yeah, wait, wait, wait. Yeah, yeah. I, and that happened. But were you, was the guy scamming you somehow? I think he was going to try, but he never he never got to uh, where I give him money. I, I broke off the phone call when he says, you got to stay on the phone the whole time you're going to the sheriff's office. I'm like, uh, okay. yeah, okay, bye. But wait a minute, but you were on for an hour with this guy? <laughs> no, 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 no. It was like okay. an hour, you know, I don't even know. Yeah. It sounds like it. Yeah. <laughs> Again, <laughs> are you sure it's only an eighth? Sure, it doesn't matter. Feeling? It can distort eight? time. No. <laughs> yeah. Give us yeah. a good hee-haw on the way out. All right. Y'all ready for some newtainment? Hee-haw! Nice. Yeah, nice. and then uh, here's here's Jake trying to beat your hee-haw. See, you can do a hee-haw off here. Hang yeah, on a second. Hee-haw! Yeah. Yeah, weak, huh? Mm. Try again. Yeah. 
Okay. <laughs> there you go. All right. <laughs> All right. Aaron, thank you. Big box of... Oh, this is good. Kids, kids, get the munchies. Box of bite me cookies coming your way. Eat them all in one sitting or cut them up into small eights for no reason at all. All right, Aaron, stay on the line. Joe's got a couple of questions for you, and we'll ask you for a blood test. All right. Don't forget about Wilcox Family Eggs. Family Farm Eggs, the best eggs around. Thanks, Wilcox, for sponsoring this portion of the show. We love that you're with us for those healthy, great eggs. And now, the mailman. Yeah. I'm the mailman. As you can see, I'm the right. mailman. Nobody mess with me. I'm the mailman. Nate loves when the mailman shows up. I'm the mailman. Bring the mail to your door. Yes. I'm glad you enjoyed my Shields and Yarnell joke. <laughs> Somebody had to. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, without shame, I threw that in there. All right. We'll get the letter of the day first. Take care of all, all the rest. Here we go. Okay, this is from, uh, this is Randos, Bobo in the 360 says, just in case anyone was wondering, I still have three nipples. That is the nipple update from Bobo in the 360. <laughs> Thank you, Bobo. Jeffrey in Des Moines says, John's frozen screen face looks like he's passing a Big Mac and Snickers bar right now. Was it still frozen? Or oh, was you're, frozen you're good now, bit? but we had oh, a good okay. 20 minutes of it. It was nice. <laughs> That's, and you left it up? What can Whose I idea was that? Who's <laughs> idea was that? Oh, Nate. Okay, great. Thank you, Nate. Appreciate that. Sherry? Uh, Diane in Bellevue says, Sherry, I love you. I, too, am a sequential eater. Finish one thing before I start another. Isn't that the way most people eat? <laughs> no, most people like eat a bite of meatloaf and then a bite of mashed potatoes. I eat all of the meatloaf and all of the mashed potatoes. Okay. Wow. Fascinating. So you much asked. About it, you asked. No, I just like, why? But you, you, okay. Uh, Ording Roy, um, can we get Sherry to do the mom change the station drop? Well, that wasn't Sherry would do that. That's uh, that's an actual kid doing that. That's my buddy. Right. I think that. he wants Sherry to do her best imitation of that. Oh, oh, okay, okay. Here it is. <clears throat> We're taking requests on things. <laughs> Sherry, here, Sherry, here comes. Mom, change the station. Mom, change the station. Okay. Ready? Mm hmm. Mom, change the station. Mom, change the station. <laughs> Mom, change the station. Nice. 360. Boy, this guy is really stoned. That's not fair to Aaron. I mean, Besides, what? what is, the edible, it's a little chewy thing. Sherry would eat it sequentially but the guy apparently, and it's only 10 milligrams the guy chops it up and then eats he he had to be higher than 10 milligrams right he's just a lightweight apparently so. okay all right mm-hmm sherry um okay daniel olympia says aaron i'm about to be high on some edibles here soon too here's here aaron i'm about to have some edibles here soon too <laughs> cheers it's lovely. Wow, look at all the. By the way, it's, these are all the randos. There's about 50 randos in there. John's bar fight trucker, Robert Pialov, says, John, you getting in a bar fight on the way to Sturgis is like getting on an Alaska Airlines flight and the cabin door blowing open. You didn't die, and you've got a cool story. Trucker Robert, you are absolutely right. I do. I got a small scar because I was in a bar fight. 
Okay, mm-hmm. Rachel in 425 says, yeah, I'm with Joe Mama. Punch him next time. Hey, everybody. It's Joe <laughs> 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 Mama. I got nominated most Okay. Wow. So many drops. John, uh, you look like you've gotten into a few fights in your day. Super yoked. Thank you, Daniel. Thank you. I haven't gotten in any fights. Just uh, was that was that someone passing gas in the middle of my comment? I got nominated um, most punchable face in Western Washington three, three years in a row. <laughs> Sherry? Uh, 360 mm-hmm. says, you should have looked him straight in the eye and licked your hand clean. He would have thought you were nuts and left you alone. See, everybody's got advice now, don't they, huh? <laughs> Where were all of you when I needed you? At uh, Fred's Bar and Go-Go. By the way, now out of business. Sherry? Um, no, where am I in this one? Here we go. Oh, uh, Will, Willness? Willness in Seattle? Willness? Willis. Willess. Willis. Like, without Willis. Jeff and Bonnie, I got it. <laughs> Jeff and Bonnie Lake says, uh, to answer Sherry's question, it does go uh, to the spouse, but it goes through probate first, which can tie up the assets. Uh, will or living will trust clears up that issue. Thank you, Jeff and Bonnie Lake, practicing law without a license. Thank sure. you, Jeff. It's good to know. Uh, Kristen Ballard says, my step-grandmother, who married my grandfather after he came down with Alzheimer's, changed the will and walked away with a house in Delray Beach and $9 million worth of assets. Jeez, Jason in South Hill says, only a third of Americans will have a will to, li- will have a will to live. The number seems to be way too generous. But I didn't. That's what we said, Jason. We said that they. I think don't he's making a, a joke. Oh. Hey, everybody! It's <laughs> Sue Bell. <laughs> okay. That would be called comedy. Ah. Does, does this show in the last like month and a half seem weirder than it's ever been? Is it just me? Have I lost perspective? I started in September, by the way. Okay. Does this show seem <laughs> weird in the last like six months or something like that, or is it just I, me? Huh? Uh, I hope so. And I just want to show you. Okay, shush, shoo. All right, now uh, it is time for the show today. Golly, we got another hour of this. All right, Sherry, I believe you have the last word here. All right. John in the 360 says, Sherry loves to taste the biscuit. Don't j- Just don't get no honey sauce on her chicken wings, or you'll end up somewhere in New York City, and she will forcibly entertain you, occasionally slapping you a good one with her giant hands. Didn't see that coming, did you, huh? Did not, caught did you, not. Caught, <laughs> caught you by surprise. These That's are words. Oh, I think I'm doing damage to my digestive system. <laughs> there you go. All righty. Let's do another hour.